Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 17. The three motivators is what I am calling this episode. Um, today, I'm going to pick up where I left off in a previous episode called Having Doubts is Not the Same as Finding Fault. In that episode, I talked about how I believe the motivation behind our seeking of answers to questions and doubts is important to consider as well. Excuse me. And that it is actually key to what I am trying to create with this podcast. In the previous episode, I also pointed out there's a big difference between having questions and doubts about things that don't make sense or we don't fully understand yet um, versus being critical and condemning about them or finding fault, as we say. So I wanted to dive a little deeper into this idea of motivation. Okay, first let's consider there are three primary motivators for behavior. We do or say something from a place of either fear, which is basic and primary kind of survival level, duty, which is more evolved, or love, which is the highest level, the one that we strive for, um, we could say where God operates. So next time that you take note of something you do or say, I want you to try to pause for a moment, take note of the circumstance and what you're thinking about the situation, which will correlate to what you're feeling and, and doing or, don't, or not doing, and ultimately what you create. Okay. Ask yourself honestly, what is motivating my XYZ action? Or what was I feeling when I said ABC words? If you're not sure, use this as a guide and ask, did I speak those ABC words out of fear? Either for myself, loved ones, the future, and so on. Or did I say ABC words because I felt it my duty? Um, and if so, I invite you to call into question, is it really and truly my duty, meaning your duty? Or ask yourself, were ABC words coming from a place of genuine love for the person and or, you know, group of people? Um, you can repeat these same three questions, subbing out the words ABC words for XYZ actions. Okay. And one last question, always a good one that makes you ponder, what are you making the situation mean about you personally? And see what comes up for you and be honest with yourself. And it may take you some time to get to the answer. It might not be um, right in the moment. I invite you to do this several times over the course of a day, a week, or even a month. And as you do that, ask yourself, what is this creating for you in your life? And are you happy with that? Is it genuinely serving you or are you trying to convince yourself that it is serving you? Ask yourself if you notice patterns and if so, what are they? And where else are you creating these patterns in your life? There's all kinds of questions um, we could go on, but start with those. Now, as your coach, I cultivate a neutral, safe and confidential place for you to explore and determine how, whether you realize it or not, 
you are creating what you experience in life. A thunderstorm might, quote, happen to us, but we don't have to stand out in the middle of it and get struck by lightning. Life has an endless supply of circumstances. The trick is not to avoid, resist, dodge them, but rather take the opportunity to choose how we want to show up to them or in them. So essentially, we create our results from either acting out of fear or acting out of duty or from a place of love. So from a, you know, obviously my podcast is beyond the shadow of doubt. So let's take a look um, at this from a kind of a faith application. Let's say for conversation's sake that even if the pathway, call it X, that Joe is on, this is just a name I grabbed out of the air. And we might think this is the quote wrong path. Maybe, just maybe, that is the right path for them. Think of Judas's betrayal or John the Baptist's being beheaded, um, doubting Thomas, Peter denying the Christ three times, and so on. These are hard and intense experiences, both to talk about and to acknowledge, but they happened and God acknowledged it. Um, even if it's uncomfortable, it is an option for us to view it as a part of their journey, their progress, their growth, development. I ask you, if God has enough trust and wisdom to allow it, can you, can we, can I? If we don't, then ask, what are you hoping to accomplish? Change their minds? influence their behavior? How does that help them grow? How does that contribute to them making a choice following through and allowing natural consequences and then learning how to navigate those consequences? Interjecting oneself into the lives or choices or conversations and so on of others with the goal of changing their mind or behavior does not work. Mm-hmm. This is motivated by fear and it is a dead end that will drive wedges between individuals and families. It is also not God's plan as he does not force us in anything. Now, on the other hand, acting or speaking out of duty doesn't require one to use critical thinking skills or engage in autonomy of self. You do it because you are told it is right and it should not be questioned. There is little growth coming from this place. One doesn't really have to think for themselves. Therefore, the risk is lower. Um, There's very little stretching or entertaining the idea that you really do have more than one choice. In my view, there can be a loss of opportunity to feel empowered, to grow, um, to connect with that personal authority when one does not use their God-given free agency. It is so empowering to choose on purpose how you believe, to decide how you want to live your life and what you want to create. Now, the last one, coming from a place of love, 
allows one to expand literally their personal space, mind, viewpoint, and most importantly, heart. When I was in college, I studied a lot of subjects, math, physical sciences, social sciences, arts, humanities, English, Spanish, U.S. history, world history, religious history, and so on. That doesn't mean every last piece of information I came across resonated with me or that I adopted it into my daily or regular life. It means that I learned something that I didn't know or fully understand before. And what I do with that information is up to me. That is called having free will or in, in some faith communities, free agency. Um, sometimes we get worried about our, our children or our siblings or our loved ones, spouses, when um, they are making choices that we wouldn't choose for them. And some of the best advice that I have heard is to pray for your loved ones, your kids, whomever, to have the experiences that they need in order to come to know God, in order to come to know the divine, that higher power, however you define it. I hope you have learned something new today or thought viewed things a little differently? If so, I'd love to hear about it. Drop me a note at hello at meganskidmorecoaching.com. Also, this is the last week to join my hybrid group program for LGBTQ plus parents. It's a pilot coaching program. So it's a combination of group one-on-one and expert speakers. While simultaneously, I'm going through a trauma certification. So those who are involved in my hybrid program will get the benefit of trauma coaching as well. I also still have a few spots available for a complimentary coaching package for Q plus teens or young adults that also coincides with the trauma certification. So please shoot me an email for more info about either program at, again, hello at meganskidmorecoaching.com. I want to remind everybody that I'm a proud member of the Dialogue Podcast Network at dialoguejournal.com forward slash podcast network. Uh, the Dialogue Podcast Network features shows by Latter-day Saints who wish to bring their faith into dialogue with the larger stream of world religious thought and with human experience as a whole and to foster artistic and scholarly achievement based on their cultural heritage. That is all I have for you today. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.